You know what I was thinking about? You know how on um, How Did This Get Made and some of these other podcasts, they have like mini-sodes in between sure, like, the regular sure. episode? Uh-huh. <clears throat> I think we should... I think the, the, the garbage that we talk about before the podcast starts, that could be the... That could Spun be off into separate little, mini-episodes. A separate little, like... Pre-show, <laughs> pre-show, and then like regular then the show. talking, talking trek, like the yeah, talking yeah, yeah. In case you guys just want to hear a, like 15, 20 minutes of just just absolute nonsense no, and us doing mic tests. <laughs> yeah, before you watch fifty minutes of nonsense, right? <laughs> yeah, before the next hour of garbage. Here's, here's the next for twenty minutes of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we all set up? Yeah. Ready to go? Yeah, let's try it. We're All right. Is there going to be? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warped, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. I'm Sean Mason. I'm Matt Bibb. And I'm Jacob. Unfortunately not here with us today, um, but we are all ready to go. Uh, we're doing... Uh, Star Trek Season 1, Episode on Netflix 14, The Conscience of the King. Hold uh, on, uh, pause for my sigh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the one where when we saw, what was it, The Dagger of the Mind, and we all thought that this was that episode. Oh, because, <laughs> because of Shakespeare? The, yeah, but this is the one. Uh, so, anyways. Get ready for some real we, scenery chewing. And uh, grab yourself a drink, because I think there is maybe a death or two in this episode mm-hmm. we might want to drink for. Um and uh, anyways, I got 50 minutes. I'm getting my solo cup ready. All right. Shots. Putting the shots out. 50 minutes and 27 seconds on the clock. And I'm going to be pressing play in three, two, one, play. So, <laughs> as I said, uh, I might have already said it. Um, this is, I think, the first episode to ever have uh, opened with... Out a shot of the starship. This is a this is what they call in the biz a cold open, right? <laughs> but every other cold it's open also meant to make you go, "What show am I watching?" <laughs> like it's like they decided to do a little pull, a little fast one. Yeah, well, to be like, we're going to start with a play. Yeah, well, I think you'll think it, you'll think it's a serious drama about murder, and then you'll realize they're all just watching this play. Yeah. So the the what last is this? It's uh, Big Beth. Oh, okay. All right, I get it. He's just gone and gone and killed the guy. Yes, he's just. Why killed. does this episode have a Hamlet title? If uh, it's a Macbeth the, the, play that they, when they do Hamlet later. Oh, they okay. do do Hamlet later. I was my Shakespearean, you know, like yes, hackles, which is thing. which is what I was gonna speak about. Um, so uh, just a little backstory for those of you listening that don't already know us. <laughs> there are no people <laughs> but, who are listening to this who don't already know us. In case that ever occurs. Well, let's see here. We got the intro now. So let me uh, read the, the. So this is season one in IMDb episode 13, The Conscious of the King. Original air date, December 8th, 1966. While Captain Kirk investigates whether an actor is actually a presumed dead mass murderer, a mysterious assailant is killing the people who could identify the fugitive. It got a 7.3 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that with inflation? 
Um, I, I, I seem to remember this I being actually, a good one. I actually like this episode. I was going to say... Um, you didn't watch it before, Jake? Uh, no, I, I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Yeah, I it's think. not... I didn't either. The... the uh, I think I've heard that a lot of people say that after the menagerie is when the show really starts to click. Mm. Uh. And so I think the episodes start to get pretty good from here on in. But uh, yes. Speaking of Thor, was that guy wearing a an eye patch? Yes. <laughs> well, it's actually an entire half of his face patch. Oh, wow! It is. Uh, they were showing me his good side then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just sort of see the eye patch part of it. So before the before we started recording, I said this episode is basically about what if Hitler escaped and became a Shakespearean actor. Yes, that is yes essentially the plot line and i think as you pointed out you would think that there would be less You'd go into a less public line of work <laughs> yes do we know where they are right now is just just they're in somebody's living room because <laughs> check out the curtain <laughs> <laughs> they're in my mother's living room in I mean, 1979 so they, they 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 went to go this guy the guy that, you know i'm it's glad it's good to know that the that the the window treatment industry <laughs> is going to survive and, in the 23rd century. The uh, the and clearly it's a a uh, air breathing planet because yeah. they just well, have, they have a sliding glass windows. Door, so. <laughs> uh, so essentially, this guy is a friend. <laughs> Palm Springs. Yes, exactly. It's a resort town. Uh, they got that L.A. haze that came in. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy suspects already. Yes, he, he remembers him from the, the old days. Yes, but the one of the one of the few. Uh, so see, look at. Oh, oh, they were sort of hiding that reveal. Yeah. They were waiting for the right moment. This is what Kodos did to him. Burned his half face off. Yep. So Kirk is one of the other few people that actually saw Kodos and lived. Oh, okay. Why is there a dangly bit of fabric just sort of hanging off, off the, the one that's kind of going down his neck? <laughs> they they like, like they repurposed this from yeah, that's from somewhere else. It's from that's a, Spock's hair from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> it's from some cousin's leotard. You know, it's the thigh section. It's the best I could do. So Kirk's got history with this dude as well. Is he yes. Really? Yeah. So he's an old friend of his, and he's one of the other people that has that has a history that has a history guy. with the guy. Is this is that a cravat? This guy has a lot going on. Yeah. Well, it's it's that Palm Springs desert style, man. <laughs> desert living, desert living by Sun City. <laughs> brought to you by. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa on. Can we talk about Lisa? Now? Absolutely. Lisa like I said, I, I'm in the black here because I, I don't know. I've it's, never heard of Lisa. Are we going to talk about purple too? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about okay. all of them. Yes. So, so Lisa is like one of the, it's like Casper. It's mattress in a box. Right? Okay. And I'm I'm in the market for a mattress. I'm in, I'm shopping for a new bed. Yeah, I was I was actually we are too. And I told, and I listen to every fucking podcast talk about get your mattress yeah. in a box. So I thought, well, maybe this is the wave of the future, and right. I should get in on all the what the kids are doing. Yeah, what the podcast kids are up yep. to. So <laughs> I went online thinking your fans thinking that they would be 
cheap compared to uh-huh. going to a mattress store because isn't that the whole right 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 the whole right, premise right. of it is it comes in a box it's efficient so we reduce the cost we yeah, pass yeah, the yeah. cost along to you those mattresses are so fucking expensive oh, really yeah. really yes because i went online i was like all right i'll check it out how much are they like Seven eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's still cheaper than a regular mattress. No, you get those flyers in the. I get those. I get those flyers in the newspaper all the time. Ortho mattress is constantly having a sale. Yeah, and you can get queen size bed for four hundred bucks at Ortho. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm like, I can't believe it's that much more expensive. expensive. I thought the whole idea was that it would be. Cheap. Yeah, I figured it was cheaper. <laughs> Don't the commercials usually say that they're cheaper? Yeah. But even with the $100 off discount that you got by typing in, how did this get made? Right, <laughs> right, 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 out, right, right, It was still $700. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The last time I was in, a, in the market for a mattress, you know, what I ended up doing was um, giving up and not getting one. So. Let me know how it goes. That was a, that was a great story, Jake. Yeah. I was looking for a mattress and didn't buy one. Yeah. So I, I just I felt good about that yeah. decision because I realized why did you decide not to get one? Uh, it just wasn't the right. I mean, it just yeah. They were. I didn't know what to get. Honestly, yeah. I didn't want to go to and have the mattress sales floor experience again and get <laughs> try to get like get upsold a million things like oh this but this bed frame whoa you'll right. never move or whatever i don't know yeah and uh i don't know the the i, I just sort of keep my eyes open now so let me know. i think i think the mattress sales floor experience is fun yeah i mean i, I like trying you the you beds roll out. around on them and you just like be obnoxious that part is good but like actually <laughs> buying one I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care for it. Well, yeah, I don't either because I don't like people, but I like, so that's <laughs> why I shop online, hold, but hold, not hold. if it's going to be $300 more than I can get it at hold, the actual Hold on, time out for store. a second. Who's this on screen? Oh, so this is. <laughs> and is she on the list? Uh, this is the daughter. Oh, she's an actress. She was in the cast of the show. Is she an, is she she's an the daughter of the Hitler. She's the daughter of the, right. of the. The Hitler guy, and she's an accessory to everything. Or no, she she's an innocent victim. She's, and all that. Yes, uh, she didn't know about it before. I'm guessing. I don't know because I haven't seen this, but I'm guessing she's going to turn out to be an innocent victim of her father's crimes. Am I right, Sean? You can go ahead and spoil it for me. Uh, no, you you're actually you're actually girl. wrong. Oh, she is in on she's it. She's the killer. <gasps> oh, that is a twist. Yes. So oh, now I take it back. I wish you hadn't spoiled that. I uh, maybe jumping <laughs> to a conclusion because of her appearance, but is the hate that caused them to murder people related to some sort of prejudice or uh, why they killed all the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is it? It kind of so basically. Oh yeah, it's got to be prejudice, space right? Judaism, it's space Jews. Right? Uh, it, well, it's more of a. Uh, it is sort of, but it's more of a like. Nobody was, commits genocide without like a real good reason. It was genocide because they didn't have enough food to feed oh. the whole population. Yeah, but he picked and chose for a re- he, there, there was, was some criteria he was I using. don't think they ever actually really get into that. First name starts with a C. Aspect of it. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yeah. They should yeah, that's they just just make it completely random. <laughs> it's like the draft. It's like the it's like Shirley Booth's the lottery. Yeah. You pull a rock and Yeah, exactly. I mean that's and so uh anyway, so then they went on the run. And she's been 
quietly picking off all the people that. Oh, she's killing everyone who might be able to identify. Exactly. I gotcha. Mm. This is like an episode of Law and Order SVU. Where it so, takes a big twist, right? But in the that's middle. a pretty, you know, that's a good twist, though. That's an excellent twist. Yeah, and thanks that's, for ruining I, it. Uh, well, you told me to, asshole. So they were on a different but planet. I do love. Look at what she's wearing. There are, she does have fantastic <laughs> outfits, and I, I've read this. And I did a little bit of research, and that this is, is one of the things I remember. Sheet of fabric that they just draped on top of. Her. She is tied for the most costume changes by a guest star. Who knows that? With <laughs> the internet. Ricardo Montalban in the Space Seed episode. He has more costumes. He has the same amount her. as she does. That is crazy that somebody sat somebody, down. There's another character. They're tied with another person, too. But I don't somebody that. figured that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason. Well, a couple of the outfits she wears are, are hysterical. That, that that last one was pretty good. So that was the first costume change. All right, so now. Oh, the sus- he's been killed. He's dead. That's the guy who could identify him. Yep. Huh. <laughs> She's not a very good actress. No. Because... Her her name is Barbara Anderson. I mean, she might be a good actress in real life. I don't know, but she was on Ironside for a long time. Oh, okay, mm. that's a decent job. Is this his wife? That's his. That's wife. the wife of the woman, the guy who died. Oh, we have to do a shot, right? Oh no, oh, he, wasn't, he wasn't Starfleet. He wasn't Starfleet. It doesn't count. Can we just do a shot? Yeah, for the heck it of doesn't it? hurt. <laughs> You know, do we have to be super picky about the reason? Well, while you pour the shots, um, what I said before. That is absolutely insane that somebody figured out how many costume changes (laughs) every character in Star Trek had. Uh, Uh, but but how do you even think to count? Step one, you notice there's a lot of there costume no changes. Step one. <laughs> lots, That's the problem. Lots there's of no costume step changes one. in this episode. Looks like I'm watching all the time again. <laughs> Guess I'm going to sit down and count them all. <laughs> like My life has purpose again. <laughs> I don't need that bed after all. I mean, I hate the sort of stereotype of nerds in the basement but that is a real nerd in the basement <laughs> thing to try and to try and decide, decide. To do. oh well we all have our passions <laughs> i mean we are sitting in the nerdiest garage i've ever been in my life right now so i'm not one to talk but still i'm gonna stop talking for the next 30 seconds while i while you pour drinks, drinks. What, what i had started to talk about was uh for those people who don't already know us uh matt and i met in a shakespeare group on campus. Oh yes, that's correct. And so, the, I think that's pour one out to the UCLA Shakespeare Reading go. and Performance Group, home to James Franco. Yes, the birth of James Franco, our one success story. He was in our. No, group. oh, here we go. This is what oh, I'm talking about. There's another. Look one. at that outfit. Oh wow! She likes those sparkly pantyhose. She wears those pretty consistently. That is just like a really big muff she's wearing. Over her arms, and I don't think her arms can detach from the that top. That's a really yeah. big muff. Yeah, that's huge. Matt and I are immediately just snickering to each other. Because I just looked over at Jacob, and Jacob was we're just like, like Man. Did you hear him just say that's a big muff? <laughs> I heard it, and I'm going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> a happy man. Uh, her brooch. 
Yeah, quick James Franco story. He was in our group for exactly one quarter. He appeared in one scene night. We all thought he was terrible. We thought he was just a horrible actor. Everyone called him Pretty Boy James because the girls all thought he was beautiful. And uh, then he vanished. And about six months later, he was winning a Golden Globe for James Dean in a TV movie. And we were like, that guy? We didn't think he was going to go anywhere. Um not great choosers. <laughs> it turns yeah. out we are not great at picking the winners. Uh, are you guys excited about the new movie with, that's about the room? The room. I was not excited about it until every review. Yeah, that I've the heard reviews are stellar. It's amazing, ah. which I would not have predicted. I would not have predicted critical acclaim for for that movie, but. Everyone's saying it's terrific, yeah. so now I'm excited about it. Have you ever seen The Room? I have seen The Room. I've never seen it. Carissa mm-hmm. and Marco and I went once. Oh, uh, you actually went, yeah. We went at midnight. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Yeoman Rand is back. Oh, she, she just gave that chick some side yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> and I was, the other, the other research. She was like, who's this whore? <laughs> the other research I read was that this was her last shot on film. Oh. Uh, okay. And that. She was fired a week before, and they, she says that the reason why they didn't let her talk was punishment. What? The Yeoman Rand actress? She had, yeah. yeah. She doesn't... She's That was the last oh. sequence that she ever shot, oh, that no. little piece where she goes across. She had a lot of problems that one. I guess she's in the movie. Okay. She is in the movie. Yeah. She's in the first movie. Okay. But she won't Briefly. be. She won't appear later in any. She uh, actually appears in more episodes. Okay, because they were shot. Shot out of, shot okay. out of order. Because she's. It. I think she's in the next episode. But that was the last piece of footage she ever shot. Was that just her walking in, giving that woman the side eye? Wait, wait punish, punish for what though? She had um, a drug problem. Yes. Ah. She's. She wrote a book about it, and she she's passed away since. But she wrote a book about all of her troubles mm. and she was having an affair with gene roddenberry at the time too like who wasn't yeah, apparently <laughs> everybody on the show was sleeping with gene roddenberry all right here are our shots awesome for our deceased i had to eyeball them because thank you I didn't have a show who, who's sponsoring our shots today should, our, should our we shots mention it? are sponsored by bullet bourbon bullet bourbon mm. they the best ask us to say that but that's who. That's, yeah, if you didn't already guess for the hours of conversation we had about advertisers on the show, uh-huh. we're willing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you you find us, it's we'll not, hawk your product. A, okay, pride thing. Find bullet at Trader Joe's. That's any where it came of your from. local this Trader Joe's bottle came from Trader Joe's. I Thank like, you to Luca Lake Trader I, Joe's. I enjoy one hundred one three zero Riverside Drive to Luca Lake. Wow. When I drink you bourbon, know the address? I drink bullet. I do. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good ad. That was good. Let's clip that. And send it, <laughs> send send it, it to the Trader Joe's folks. We managed to plug a couple of different things in one ad. Oh, oh, there's some good. Uh, there's some good uh, space racism coming up here. Oh, good. So we'll have something to shoot to. <laughs> so Bones is, is really Bones like is trying to drink this drink or something like. But Spock is interrupting him, so he can't drink it. Spock's trying to tell him not to drink it. Well, he's telling them that alcohol is bad for you. So he tells them that Vulcans. Spock, McCoy's a doctor. He already knows. <laughs> no, he says as a Vulcan, we're not subject to alcohol. 
Oh, he's saying he that's, doesn't get drunk. That's what he tells him. Huh. And Bones replies with, no wonder you were conquered. Uh, oh, that's, that seems harsh. That's some space racism right there. I think we all need to do a shot. Yeah, that's, cheers. Yeah, that, I, I don't. I don't even understand. I don't even understand it really, but I know it's offensive. <laughs> you were conquered because you can't drink. It's one of those things where I'm pretty sure you're being racist. I can't quite put my finger on how. But see, like, look, he's oh, yeah, got he's like a full. He's got a full it. glass. And then he pours more pours into it. More into it. <laughs> he hasn't taken a drink yet. No. And he's already at topping it off. You've never been <laughs> belligerently drunk like my species. <laughs> Enough. Here, oh, here's another costume change. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. He, she's still on the same tour, so she must be like. <laughs> I'm sorry, where, where's the ladies' room on this deck? Uh, this do is you her. need something? It's like, yeah, I just need to freshen up. Yeah. I'm going to put a completely different outfit on if that's okay. I need to put on my, my 6 o'clock to 7.30 outfit. Yeah. This one looks more like a sham. Like that's... She, she appears to have skinned Kermit the Frog if you look at that, <laughs> that fringe down at the sleeves. <laughs> She's also changed her hair. Like turned into like what not to wear or something like... Yeah, she's completely it's a completely different look. What not to wear? Is that another podcast? We're criticizing all of her show, all of her outfits. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the uh, Clinton Kelly and Stacey London. That is what I was talking about. TLC show, yeah, which I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> while it was there, Clinton and Stacey. That's right. Where'd the bottle opener go? This is fascinating to the folks at home. Yeah. <laughs> I search for the bottle. Will opener. they find the bottle opener? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned until next time. <laughs> well, that's what we need to start becoming. A, we'll, cut, we'll cut the podcast up into like five episodes. <laughs> coming next time. Next yeah. time. Yeah, Matt can't find the bottle opener. <laughs> With the old timey like organ. organ into, uh, 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 we have uh, an organ sitting right yeah, here. We can true. Oh, you you didn't play, Matt. You well, didn't play. I'm too the... far away from the. I can't get over there. Oh. Yeah, I think it does have an actual MIDI connector that we, we could probably plug in. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I will work on learning the full theme on Who the actually piano. Plays the, the piano. Maybe we can get Jason in here to just soundtrack. <laughs> the entire episode, just to play the entire yeah. time. So there's like background music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just our very own, like, spontaneous nation does. Yeah. They have a guy who just is in there. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. We mic him and he can talk, but he also just plays. Jacob's telling his mattress story again. Hit it, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do need, we need to start having bits so we can have theme songs for the bits. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The men in the box type stuff. That's what we're missing. Bits. (laughs) We need more bits. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's illogical. So Spock's putting it together in his Spock yes, way. Kirk is being all wacky because he he picked up he decided to pick up the troop, the Shakespearean actor troop, without really telling anybody why mm. he's doing it, and it's really out of character for him. So it's freaking Spock off. 
Where, where are they going right now? So they're they're transporting. It it's they, completely irrelevant to the plot of this episode. But they're transporting the the actors to another planet. Okay. To their next gig. How is that an official Starfleet mission? Well, that's that's Fox's whole point. Yeah. That's what, and that's why he's Bart. That was that was the whole scene with him and Bones. Is him trying to get like? Don't you think this is weird? And he kept going. Well, a captain's gonna do what a captain's gonna do. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Bones would. McCoy just was like, "Stop talking, stop thinking, just yeah. have a shot." This is remarkably, remarkably similar to a D and D campaign that I just started. Really? Uh, yeah. Where uh, the the characters are all escorting a troop of halfling uh, performers, like singers and acrobats. Uh-huh. So they're like. That's just the inciting incident. Who do you play D&D with? Well, um, it's interesting. I actually started a campaign because they all want to play with my wife's improv group, which is all Asian women. Uh-huh. And they've never, they had never played before. So actually, but they're all like improvisers and actors. So they were immediately fantastic. Oh, at, yeah. At, sure, at, sure, at sure, sure. It's it totally appeals. Yeah, to yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've played like games with hardcore gamers. And that aren't like, nearly as much fun. They have no fucking guts compared to these. Yeah, 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 women, yeah. And they were all just like, okay, this is what RP is about. And like how you can pretend to be. Nope, I didn't have to do any of that. They were just like. In character before they yeah, had yeah, characters yeah, yeah. done. D&D is great for improvers. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, and one of the the women is Kelly Marie Tran, who's going to be in this year's Star Wars film. She's, in La- she's the one that's in Last Jedi. Yeah. So, as that's cool. Rose she's got Pico. like a fairly large part, right? Uh, yeah. A pretty important part. I think name, is- drop, name drop people we know. Yeah. Jake, know. Jake knows somebody in the new Star Wars movie. Boom. Sean knows Mark McGrath. <laughs> I do know from, Mark McGrath. From Sugar Ray. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Very Look who's too. back. Look, he's eating cubes. Lieutenant, ah. Lieutenant Kelly. Cubes of food. Oh, is this the Irishman? And I don't like the last time he doesn't play the entire time, although there is still music because he asks Uhura to play for him. H-A-R-I. What does this have to do with anything? Okay, so he is the other person that's still alive Who knows that could recognize her. Ah. And Kirk finds that out, and so he he stashes him away to engineering. Oh, that's why he's down there. Yeah. It's oh. because Kirk sent him down there to be safe. Yes, but he doesn't know that. Oh, so he he thinks just, it's, you'd think he would. You would keep him in a crowded room with lots of people to keep somebody safe from a murderer. Well, not send them off to a place all by, <laughs> where themselves, all by themselves, where a killer could very easily come in and kill you without you know anybody even noticing so is he sulking right now he's, yes. he's been punished yes he's pissed because he's down yes. engineering everybody else is having a party yep exactly everybody else is upstairs listening to uhura uhura playing an exotic instrument from the strange planet of her that's birth a, that's a vulcan that's a vulcan. i know that, that's the same thing that spock was playing it's, in the earlier episode right i'm i'm afraid to admit that i know the answer to this <laughs> you know the that answer, is what a it's vulcan called. liar <laughs> <laughs> That is a Vulcan liar. Spock plays it all the time. Uh, well, I remember the other episode where she comes on to him singing. He's playing it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Dark, shadowy that's, figure. That's a thing I know. Coming after this guy. This guy's name is O'Reilly or something. No, no, like no. Kelly. It's Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. But he, he in, that, in that episode where he goes all super Irish, he talks about O'Reilly. It's not Harrigan oh. like I was singing just now. <laughs> well... I thought it was O'Reilly. He does say it a lot in that other episode. We have liars on our planet, too, but they're an archaic instrument. <laughs> what? You got rid of the liar? <laughs> I 
Everyone's yeah. just like can't get enough of Uhura. Yeah. Vulcan popular music never moved past the liar. <laughs> that's right. They never and, invented. And that's why they were Oh, conquered. look at the water bottle. <laughs> yeah, that they, was great. Did you see they that? They squirted poison that into the that, milk. They just squirted with a with a spritzer. Into his <laughs> milk. It had poison in a spritzer. Oh. Look at the wind. Now watch him drink the milk. It is hysterical. Look at his cubes of melon. Oh, this milk, I need it so bad. Oh. <laughs> Look at him. Look at the way he reaches. Who drinks like that? What is... <laughs> Look at the way he goes and drink it. Mm. Like, nobody drinks like that. Have you ever taken a glass and put it all the way up to your mouth, like physically touching your mouth without taking a drink of it? No, it's just like holding it there. And then the next one it is, he chugs it. You're like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, he took a little, like, very cautious sip. He's like, oh, this definitely isn't poison. This is definitely not poison. See, his name is Riley. She just said Oh, maybe that's his first name. But his last name is Kelly. Or maybe is it Kelly Riley? Isn't Kelly Riley like a shanty song? Yeah. Kelly Riley, the ballad of the Kelly Riley. <laughs> Shipwrecked. Screeny! Screeny! Oh, <laughs> Our favorite character. And look at that. And the great part is, they did not need to pan up to Screeny in no. that shot. Yeah, they did. Because they were on the guy, yeah. and then somebody, they could have just shot back to them. But somebody no, on like, the production team liked Screeny. Yeah, we need, as much we need Screeny in the shot, man. They passed the fiver to the DP or whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's the, the cameraman, whoever... Has that cameraman just loved Screeny so much? It's somebody going. Shoot. We spent a lot of fucking money to make those dials go up and down. Show You're em. gonna shoot it. Oh god, you guys! This is the most high tech thing I've ever seen. Uh, they're gonna want to see more of this. So much pressure to show this prop. It's worth it. There's not a lot of Kirk in this episode. Like, there's been a lot of Bones and McCoy chatting. <laughs> right. Well, Kirk's sort of doing his own thing this whole time. Because he's with the girl. I, I read tried to poison, so they didn't kill him? No. Oh. No, no. He, oh. he, didn't, he didn't die. He chugged that full thing of milk, though. And it was not enough. They got to him in time. She, it was one spritz of poison short. She didn't squirt, she didn't <laughs> no, squirt yeah, that she water bottle. Put more in it, you know. She went. She went. Psh, 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 and they, she should have gone. Yeah. Psh, 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 she should have used the ones that are in the doctor's office. Yeah, uh, I mean, my God, <laughs> those are professional spritzers. So uh, now they're figuring out that somebody's killing all of the witnesses. Yes, all of the survivors. Yes. Okay. This the uniform and, actually becomes camouflage against that wall. I can barely see him. Uh, Spock. Spock. Yep. <laughs> and now Bones is saying it could have been an accident. What? That he got poisoned. Somewhere along the way in this first season, they figured out the costumes because the costumes look a lot better than they did in the earlier even episode. just a few even just a few episodes ago. Well, like I said, I think, I think they figured them out how to make them look a little better. Because, I think you know, after they looked really, really slapped together yeah. early on. Well, you know, they did the menagerie, right? Yeah, and I oh, think, maybe that's why I'm remembering that. And it was sort of it was sort of uh, they're halfway. You know, like they kind of shut down. Because they did the clip episodes. They didn't have to write as much. They didn't have mm. to do as much production. And so I think that gave them time to sort of come up with stronger ideas for the scripts. And the costuming got more precise. the show just looks a little better now than it yeah. did a few weeks ago. Like, this looks like the Star Trek that 
I remember. You know what I mean? Whereas earlier in the season, they hadn't figured out the cinematography. They hadn't mm. figured out, like, the lighting. Right, absolutely. And now it looks, this looks like Star Trek to me in a way that the earlier ones didn't. I guess that's, you know, first season jitters. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's where every TV show takes the first. That's why I like, I enjoyed, that's why I wanted to do it like this. Watch them in order because you get a better sense of sort of the progress of a show. Yeah. Because in your head, you have a specific way because if a show like this, where there's 80 episodes, probably 60 of those episodes all look the same. Yeah. And so you see in your head, any of the episodes done in that same format. Well, and it's been so long since I've seen, since I've actually sat down and watched these, that uh, they all just kind of blur together in my head. You sure. know, it's just sort of absolutely. It's just sort of I'm Star saying. Trek as a category. You're like it's watching not... the early episodes, and in your mind, you know the story, but it looks weird because the costuming's not the same. This is not a terrible episode, but there is a lot of people in rooms talking in this episode. It is not very action packed. There's no action at all. No, no, because it's but, it's really more of a it's kind of a murder mystery. It is. It really is. Like Spock is trying to solve a mystery. That's the format of the show. So uh, do we, do we learn at some point that that uh, Kirk had a premonition about the the guild and that was the motivation for him bringing the troop on board? Or no, he's trying to figure out if the guy is who he is. He he's trying to figure out if his de- he's, friend he got wanted to keep him around okay. longer so that he could keep studying to see whether or not it was him or not. Okay, so he does have a suspicion. And that's, oh yeah, yeah, now yeah. he does. No, he did. Well, before. ever since his friend told him. his friend told him, that's why he brought him on board. Okay. Was to he doesn't his whole thing is that he does, he's not a hundred percent sure, and, and he, he's got a thing for the girl. He doesn't want to just. <laughs> Unspoken. Send a guy up. I mean, the guy would be put to death, and he doesn't want to put some guy to death that he doesn't know 100% is the guy. Plus, he wants to fuck that girl. Well, there's always that. And then he has his... (laughs) 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 A convenient hatch in outer space. Oh, boom! They got rocked to the other side. Right outside his I don't know where this vent goes, but they're (laughs) dead, whoever's there. I don't know where this goes, but... But that's the best. It just happens to be... I need to get... I gotta get rid of this phaser. Oh, here's that (laughs) phaser... Here's my convenient phaser trash can. can. Just right right outside my office. <laughs> they should have showed Kelly or whoever his name is down there. <laughs> it's like, first I get engineering room land, duty. just lands in his and, hand. And now I'm on garbage disposal and people are throwing phasers away. Man, what rotten luck, guys. Kaboom. <laughs> Kirk has brought the receipts. So, yeah. That <laughs> I like the look at that outfit. And that guy's got some. I they you know they went like oh they're Shakespearean actors we can go crazy on the oh, costumes, costumes this week. Yeah. Okay, so he is the mass murderer. Yeah, but he his totally daughter is. is but the he's not the one killing artist. people. Okay, that's right. the big twist. Yes, and is he? Does he end up being like condoning it, or is no? Like, I, I, he never would have wanted his he daughter. Did not to want do his daughter to do that. Right. It's okay. very clear. He Makes did sense. not want his daughter to do that. Yeah, and he had no idea it was going on. Does he die in this? I guess we'll find out pretty soon, but... So... Or do they haul he, him off to space Yeah, jail? they're going to haul him off to space jail. Space jail. Oh, yeah, the 
Did, did they shut that penal colony down? The one from Dagger? The- no, 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 no. They just shut down the... They just uh, shut down the... Uh, the guy mind. who was fucking with yeah. people's minds. Yeah, yeah. but this neuralizer is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> they compared his voice... Yes, that's how he... To old voice recordings. Kodos. Kodos. That's how they caught all those Argentinian Nazis, too. Yeah, voice they, they got him on the phone. Oh, they haven't. They're giving him the test now. Yeah. Okay. Kirk's like, go ahead. Act it out. <laughs> Make me believe it. <laughs> Sell it. Oh, uh, okay. So we're this lo- would not be admissible in court, just in case you guys were wondering. Well, not, as our resident legal scholar, not not now, but in in the future, it is. Well. Oh, more value. Okay, so it was a class thing. So he, he, he so he participated in the murder of lower classes. Of course, yeah. it's always the lower classes. But but that depends on how nobody you define ever kills lower, the rich. How do you define lower classes? Space. I guess the French Revolution. They went after the rich, but that was the only time. Well, the revolutions they always go after the rich. <laughs> this was a revolution by the rich. <laughs> yes. We're tired of being treated like we're this. We're tired of treating being treated. First we're going to kill you, then we're going to eat you. <laughs> yep. Ah, well. You can't if have you're everything. rich, you just use the Senate to pass your legislation. <laughs> you don't need to actually kill anybody. Ooh, that was timely. Oh, that was a timely go. hot take. Oh, wow. You guys. <laughs> This this will immediately date this episode. <laughs> right, yeah. Should anyone ever listen to it? It's December 3rd, y'all. I just gave it away. But yes, you Ooh. get some very fun Shakespearean overacting out of this guy. Yeah. This scene is missing sweat. Yeah, they're not as they're not as shiny as they were in the so earlier. This episodes. actor is Arnold Moss. Uh huh. It's his name. He seems like he's doing a decent job. And he just did every show during the 60s and 70s as guest spots. Yeah. He seems like he's doing a good job. I can't hear him, but he looks, he's got the look right. Well, and what's awesome about him is he's, he's supposed to be this like super Shakespearean actor. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's from Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some that good actors. People, most, Does he have a Brooklyn accent in the episode? No. Most oh. people think he's British. Because he does sort of a British Shakespearean yeah. accent. Mm. So he rejected his upbringing. <laughs> Keep staring off into the space. Yes. Keep staring off to the side. Stare. So what was, uh, <laughs> are we still doing what was airing at the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was, was airing, airing at the time? Oh, what was on TV that night? Okay, let's look it up. Uh, nope, I looked it up already. I have it right here. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Doing the pre-search. I did right. my pre-search. December he is tired. 8th, December 8th, 1966, this episode aired. It was opposite an all-new episode of My Three Sons mm. called A Real Nice Time. It was up against the dating game. Oh. And it was up against Bewitched. An all new episode of Bewitched called My Friend Ben. Was it still at 830? Yes. Weirdly, yes. It is on at 830 to 930 on December 8th, 1966. And then at 930, that girl came on. So After? 
was on a, a different channel. On a different channel. What was the lead in and follow up? Daniel Boone was, was on before Daniel Star Boone. Trek, and then that that show called The Hero, which we've talked about oh, before. The, the that, Richard uh, Mulligan, Richard Mulligan, Western sitcom. era sitcom. Richard Mulligan and Marriott Hartley were the were the husband and wife on that show. Marriott Hartley from the Polaroid commercials back in the day. Oh, she's got another outfit on. Yeah, this one's a little tamer. Oh, is she confessing? No. Oh. She's basically accusing him. I feel him. like this episode should be over. How far are we? Yeah, it's there. We haven't even gotten to where they're doing Hamlet yet. Yeah, it's probably like three quarters, maybe. Oh, man. Maybe. I, I mean, so she's basically saying you've been using me this whole time. To oh, get to okay. My father. Okay. That's what she's accusing him of. Okay. I gotcha. Yo, I like your shit. Powerful. <laughs> but not human. <laughs> wow. There is no mercy in you. Now who's being dramatic? This is just going to be, this is going to devolve into us reading the into dialogue. Us just us making voices <laughs> over the actual show. And now the Warped Podcast uh, radio play. <laughs> but Janine, you knew I was a starship captain. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, the big metal sheet to, for thunder. <laughs> that reminds me of that. I saw that episode of Frasier where he does the radio program. That's the best episode of Frasier. Which is a phenomenal ever. Episode. That's my, in my personal opinion, that is the <laughs> they have best a, episode. They have a Foley guy with balloons to pop for gunshots. Oh, okay. It's and, not great. It's not a great episode all the way through. Oh, but that, but that final the radio of the actual program is radio program phenomenal. is such brilliant, silent oh, farce acting. Oh, so Everybody in it good. is so great. And when when Niles sound, when Miles pops down all those and just balloons, starts. Popping balloons to so kill people <laughs> so that they the can't setup, talk. So, that, so the setup is that yeah, Fraser's directing this re- live radio show. Okay. And he's be- he's being very Fraser about it. And yeah. He's and telling everybody what to do. And, and Niles immediately. And Niles is uh, an actor. Before, in the show. when he, he first tells him about it, Niles nails him that he's going to be Niles is like, over-directed. Be I don't want to do anything to do with it because I know how you'll be. So he's just chafing under the direction yes. the entire so time. Niles is going crazy and... and Frazier's being totally dictatorial. And, and, and this is during, because Niles wasn't... So now the show has started, and they're all in the studio, and it's live for some reason. I, there's some plot reason why they're doing it live. And it's on the radio, and F- Niles eventually just loses his shit at Frazier, because Frazier's being such a dick during yeah. the recording of this thing. Sure. And it's a murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. So, and Frazier is playing, like, the detective who <laughs> solves... He's playing, like, the Hercule, Hercule Poirot yeah. kind of character. And Niles is so mad at Frazier that at the end of it, instead of, like, letting Frazier do his whole, like, and now I'm going to explain to you how the murder was committed yeah miles just get yell just like uses balloons popping balloons is the sound effect that they yeah. use for gunshots and he just like starts killing everybody off it's just like <laughs> he just starts popping the balloons i'm not doing a great job of explaining it but it is so it is really funny. it's perfectly timed and and just flawless it's so good and then he's like Oh yes, one last balloon from. Or one, there's one last bullet for myself, and then he pops it and goes, 
<laughs> he just falls over dead. Like, it's so great. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I so see Hamlet we've, happening. We've got to the Hamlet. So but another favorite part, and I think we missed it, and I don't know if they go back. So you see how they're doing it live, and there's, like, people in the audience? Yeah. There's also a shot of, like, a bunch of people in another room. And they're still using, like, shitty backdrops. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The and they have a crappy mask. Theater hasn't changed. There's another room where there's a group of crewmen that are watching it on a video screen while it's happening. <laughs> Right. And I was thinking, what kind of hierarchy is going on that those people don't get to be inside? Well, it's what, like what, a live to tape type deal. What where... was the what was the trans you know, who got to be in with the live performance and well, who had to go sit and watch it on a monitor? Starfleet is a hierarchical organization. Yeah. I mean, it's a flat hierarchy. I'm assuming, yes. the, I'm assuming the officers were allowed to go to the live show. Engineering and security is the groundlings, I guess. The shitty old crew members had to sit there and watch it. So Riley has escaped from sick bag to go kill him. He's not playing a Hamlet, is he's, he? No, he's Hamlet's father. Okay. He's the ghost. That's why he's got that stupid. <laughs> oh, mask that's his ghost mask. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you now. I was going to say, I've yes, seen he older been Hamlets. Old Hamlet. I've never seen, you know, geriatric Hamlets. <laughs> he's no. sort of by definition a younger man. So he's assuming it's the the old man. Yes, he thinks it's the old man, but it's the killing other. everybody. He knows that the old man is the guy, right? Like he's sure of that at this point okay. in time. But now he, because like it, he didn't do anything to try to hide who he was, because the day that mm-hmm. the actor starts existing is like six months after the, the like. I like you couldn't fake a backstory that goes beyond the life of the person you were. You I get to- what's going on now. They're doing they're sort of doing a whole metaphor thing, right? He's he's the ghost, but he's haunted by the ghosts of his past. Right. And okay. Yeah. I'm understanding now what she's going on. confessing to him. Oh wow. So she's killed seven people. Yes. Oh, he doesn't know. No, she doesn't he doesn't know. So the two left are Riley, Riley, Riley. and Herc. Yeah. Oh. And and they like everything that led I mean cuz every time someone dies the the Shakespearean troupe was like in the area. Yeah. So like it was oh, yeah. it was really easy to track It's pretty down. easy to connect those dots. Yeah. And like I said, <laughs> it was easy to connect the dots that he was Kodos because the guy he became doesn't have any history before the right before Kodos stopped. Right. So he just magically appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like, and I'm going, even today, in this day and age, people are savvy don't enough. Steal, don't, don't you know how to steal an identity, uh, Well, you man? just create a backstory that goes beyond the day. You know, it's like, how hard is that? You knew enough to kill millions of people. Uh, so. And she does some nice, crazy eyes. She's got some crazy eyes right now. So where do we put her on the list jacob uh she's, she's not, got some weird stuff going on yeah i'm not a fan no i would put her below any of mud's women wow wow, wow. i don't know i would i would put her in maybe 
third place of the month's women. Oh. We put her like six, she could be the sixth third overall. Maybe. You realize how politically incorrect this is it's right now. Horrible. Oh, in our it's, in, our, in our current sure, environment, absolutely of, of uh, people becoming more aware of sexual harassment I, and objectification. If, if I'm sexually harassing anybody, I apologize. I mean, that woman's long dead, but still, <laughs> well, I don't know that she's dead. <laughs> this but. was fifty years ago. I mean, she might still be alive. But she's old. And therefore, her opinion doesn't count. <laughs> if she's offended, I'm not it doesn't saying matter. that. People can be Angela offended. Angela Lansbury did. Ange- did you hear about what Angela Lansbury said? No. Oh, boy. Oh, Angela Lansbury is like your old grandma who says stuff where you're like, I love you, but you really should not be saying that. Like, Angela Lansbury gave some interview the other day where she was like, she didn't say it in these words because she's Angela Lansbury, but she basically said, uh, if women didn't dress up like whores all the time, ah, men wow. would harass them. <laughs> uh. She backtracked it a little bit the next day because she said, I'm not condoning, you know, assault or anything like that. But she was sort of suggesting that, like, men are just men. And that's what you right, yeah, that's right, what right, you can right, expect right, if you're a woman. Old-timey values. Old-timey values. She said. My grandmother, God bless her soul, she's 96 years old, but she is racist. Oh, they figured it out. Yes. Well, no, she confessed. Oh. But she thought that everything was going to be... Oh, yeah. She good. Oh, is she going to take herself out? Uh, I don't think so. I think he... Stops. I think Kirk Talker down. Kirk's Kirkness takes it away from. So, her. as theater professionals, what do you what do you think of this costuming here? <laughs> it's better than anything we ever did. Oh, she shoots her father. Oh, oh. oh but it was stun. That wasn't no stun. No, I thought kill burned you into. Well, a bit. That's disintegrate, man. Know your phasers. Oh. <laughs> I thought kill was like leave no trace. They do have that option, but okay. it's, there's lots of different settings. Oh, and she's sending him off with some yes, Shakespearean this line. This is, I think, Horatio's. <laughs> it's not a bad Ophelia costume because she's got ro- she's got flowers all over her, so she's been out in the she's been out in the garden ripping up the flowers. All right, cupcake. Off to the jailhouse for you. (laughs) (laughs) Off to the jailhouse with you. It's the future. Yeah. You guys say jail planet. (laughs) Right. There's a house on that planet. Space prison. (laughs) It's it's space prison. To the neuralizer. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone needs a neuralizer, it's her. Yeah. Have you seen the crazy eyes? You never had a father. So she just did a little bit of Hamlet there. Yes. Is that the Horatio speech at the end? Well, the last thing, I don't know what she started with, but the, the last thing she says is Hamlet. Well, no. Oh, it's by Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet says it. Oh, okay. The play's the thing. Oh, she said, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherein we'll catch the conscience of the king. That's where the title comes from. Oh, they actually say the title in the show. They do. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> hey, that's the name of the show. It, as opposed to metaphorical. That oh, that's from Arrested Development. <laughs> metaphorical mind daggers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she's off to the nut house, basically. Yes. And the father's still alive. 
he is. No. Okay. But she, she thinks, thinks he is because she's snapped. Okay. Oh wow! So it's like a. It's Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. Uh, Hamlet's either crazy or dead. What's her name? Ophelia. Ophelia. Thank you. That's why I thought she was going to kill herself. He's not her. She's not his sister. I know, but she's crazy and young and (laughs) despondent. Kirk's like, I'm fine. Let's just get back to work. This whole thing was a waste of time. (laughs) She was an eight top. (laughs) Let's move on. Oh. Directed by Gerd Oswald. Gerd Oswald. Nice job, Gerd. <laughs> Shout out to Gerd. Gerd. Little did he know that his name would become an acronym for a terrible, terrible <laughs> digestive disorder. <laughs> Gastroesophageal reflux disorder. Or Gerd. Or Gerd. Or Gerd. Uh, that's actually short for Gerd Truth. That's kind of, that's like how Lou Gehrig. How did he know? <laughs> yeah, I love that joke. That is a great joke. Who is that? Like Dennis Leary. Or Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah, uh, Who saw that? I think I saw him. Yeah. Uh, All right, we're done. Does anybody else have anything else they'd like to say? You know, that was not a terrible episode. No, it's not. I I really think, like, I watched the next few episodes, and they're all good. Like, the show gets better, I think, at this point in time. But there was a lot of sitting around talking in that one. Well, that was a very talky episode. As we've talked before, the episode, I mean, it had a fucking song sequence with Uhura. Mm-hmm. The amount of time that people had to tell stories They back were just then, trying to fill that out. They had minutes. so much time. And you're like, and it just, it's amazing to think about how much five to ten minutes can be. How yeah. long, is this episode a full hour long? It's 50, 50 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember Spock had some scenes and like, that had no bearing on. Well, he was doing the research. He was trying to he solve, trying to solve That's the whole plot. Yeah. Is the Spock mystery. I mean, murder mystery by definition are kind of talky because it's a lot of right yeah doing investigations right. and interviewing people and you know okay spock so spock is the thrust that gets gets him to the accusation of not necessarily i mean kirk is doing it on his own as well all right but the the when their, you, their investigations converge it's sort of like it's sort of like any sort of noir mystery Thing, mm-hmm, except mm-hmm. that instead of it being one guy doing both the investigation and banging the blonde, <laughs> they've split, <laughs> they it split in, that up. They split it into two characters. Uh, Spock does the investigating. Kirk does the banging of the blonde. I don't think he banged that girl. Didn't seem like it. Maybe he did. Off camera. I'm sure. And she did end up being his daughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Gross. Wait, no, no they didn't that, have. No. The next That's episode okay. is much more actiony, if I remember right. Well, it's, all it's about, sort of both. It's all about the it's Romulans. the Romulan episode is next, and uh, but there are some like it's cat, a sort of cat and mouse. There's a cat and mousey because the Romulans, the Romulans are uh, cloaked. Yeah. So there's a lot of Star Trek two in this. Episode. It's very uh, like. I read. Well, we can get to it later. Anyways, uh, anybody else? It's a submarine it, chase is what it is. Yes, exactly what it is. Uh, anyway, this no, podcast I'm is done. brought to you by Lisa. <laughs> Lisa mattresses, everybody. They're expensive, and but they, <laughs> they come in a box. They come in a box <laughs> and purple. You That's don't have their to go, motto. You don't have we're to... expensive, but we come in a box. <laughs> 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 Which, in and of itself, it just doesn't seem reasonable. I mean, you're paying for that box. 
one way or another. The, the economics of efficiency would dictate that the fact that they're delivering it to you in a box should mean it is cheaper. Yes, that was, I assumed it was cheaper. Nope. Look it up, bitch. All right. I will. <laughs> I don't know why I called you a bitch. I'm sorry. You're my dear friend. That's not an appropriate way to it's speak. Not, it's how we talk. <laughs> All right. I'm Matt Bibb. I'm Sean Mason. And I'm Jacob. Have a good night. <laughs>